0: There's no reason why anyone should pay more than necessary for staples. Yeah. Right? Like like water or rice or pasta sauce like most people cannot tell the difference between Mm -hmm. a store brand and a name brand and in those cases where you do go ahead and get the thing that you really can taste the difference or the thing that offers the specialty diet need that you want or whatever it is carve aside budget just for those things where you have to get something specific because that's what you really desire or need in order to check the box on something but for everything else I 100% think folks should be thinking cost first.
1: Welcome to the Rich and Regular podcast presented by Success, where we explore life at the intersection of money. I'm Kirsten.
0: And I'm Julian. And today we're talking about Aldi. Aldi. Yes. Yes. First, I want to <laughs> which switch. is a grocery store. It is a grocery store. Yeah, we will get to the concept. <laughs> it's not a new financial term. Because I'm confident, <laughs> I'm confident not everyone knows what all it is. But I want to make sure that we give everyone a really happy, well wish, happy holidays. You yes, know, I'm Trying to figure Chris out what the, the most politically Kwanzaa. correct way without going into every single <laughs> one of them. So there it is. Look, I want to jump straight into it because this has the potential to be a super long podcast, but I am still riding a wave. I'm riding a high from a recent visit uh, to Aldi. Again, it's a grocery store that I'd been in before. I had not been in one in a while. I'd never really fully shopped there, uh, but I revisited it for a variety of reasons, which we'll get into. Obviously, there are a lot of people who talk about this store, who've spoken to us about this store, and they are super loyal about it. And I'm going to just say we've been pretty dismissive. Like, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I went back. It, it, it was an amazing experience, which is why we wanted to talk a little bit about it today, because I think you guys might be interested or intrigued to learn more and potentially shop there as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, Julian's from Brooklyn, as y'all know. And so he does not get emotional not. or excited about much. So when he came home excited about shopping and prices, I was just very happy to see that reaction because it's a similar feeling that I've had in recent months where I really had to dig deep and reevaluate some of the stores that I shop in and even the budget categories that I kind of took for granted, like self-care and beauty services, things like that. Yeah, I feel like I was understanding at first about price increases because there were, you know, supply chain issues and increased demand and different requirements for business owners. But something changed for me somewhere around like July, August, where I just became less tolerant. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I just, I think it was because of our book tour travel. I had something to compare Atlanta prices to. I don't know if you guys know this, but there was a list of the top 10 cities that came out that were experiencing inflation at the highest levels. Yep. And Atlanta is like number two. Yep. It's right behind Phoenix and right in front of like Tampa, St. Petersburg area. Yep. And I, when I was traveling in these other places and I was able to have a meal and a cocktail for a reasonable price, I was it, like, I felt oh. like I was going back
0: in time. Yeah. I, we had a very similar experience in New Orleans. Even after the book tour, it was like, Oh so places still exist
1: <laughs> that don't charge $22 you can $22. Still get a
0: good drink <laughs> yeah. or a good meal and not pay so much money.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So I was very happy to see you have this reaction because I had been having this reaction which is why I switched to places like TJ Maxx and just different online shopping opportunities because like it, it just it was too much. Yeah. Things were too expensive.
0: Yeah. So uh, I want to provide a little bit more context as to why we're talking about this and I will go back 10 years uh, back when Kirsten and I met, we both started really big jobs. We were on the same team. Obviously, with that came a pretty sizable uh, pay bump. And we were both really excited about that as well. Obviously, one of the other things that we decided to do, aside from splurge a little bit and take some trips was, you know, we we're going to upgrade like the quality of our food. And so back then I was predominantly shopping at Publix. It was like two minutes from where I live and it was good and it's still good. I would go to Whole Foods for like special occasions and I would go in there and be like, Oh my gosh, like one of these days I'm just this is just gonna be my primary store. Like I can't imagine that, but whatever. So that day came and I was like, Oh wow, we can actually I think we can do that because we still cook a lot at home. But this way we'll get much better product or better variety. Like I don't have to kind of go from one store to the other because, you know, Publix doesn't offer like some exotic thing or whatever. I can just get it all at Whole Foods and be fine. And we knew it was going to be more expensive and we were fine with that. Here's what happened. (laughs) We ended up moving uh, from that neighborhood to where we are now in 2018. This neighborhood does not have a Whole Foods. We instead have Everything else, like mm-hmm. multiple versions of everything else from Publix to Kroger. There is a Sprouts that is actually there are two Sprouts mm-hmm. that uh, essentially service our neighborhood. There's also an international farmers market called Nam De Moon. I don't know how many of them there are, but there are several in the general uh, Atlanta area, uh, which is really great. And so today and there's
1: an Aldi and there's an Aldi
0: and a Costco and a Costco. <laughs> there's I mean, tons and tons of them. <laughs> everything, so, but a whole thing. all of that to say for the last couple of years, I've been mixing and matching And to your point, I've been a little sensitive to that as well. Cause like I'm getting tired of like jumping around and going from Mm -hmm. here to here. Uh, So I was like, you know what, let me just, let's just reevaluate. It's time to reevaluate. And I decided to, especially after Thanksgiving, Mm because that was a lot of money. Like Thanksgiving was very expensive. So then I was like, all right, you know what, let's just reevaluate this stuff. And um, that's what sort of made me venture into Aldi.
1: Yeah. I think there was also this, Heightened focus on food waste again after that, too. The book tour and the inflation numbers came in. Like, you know, you guys listen to this podcast, you've heard us talk about so much food inflation, grocery inflation over the last couple of months. And then, coupled with all of the insights that we learned from food insecurity and our book tour and donating to all of these grassroots organizations, we have consciously tried to. Save food, yeah. even food that we're not going to eat. So like if Bo comes home from school and he hasn't eaten the fruit that I sent, we'll throw it in the freezer and that will be what we use for smoothies, you know, the next day or over the weekend. Yeah, I
0: threw his fruit into my yogurt this morning. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Eat. Things like saving the turkey carcass after Thanksgiving. And we use that to make soup. We're also buying in bulk more often instead of buying things that are pre-cut at a butcher. You know, Julian will buy the entire salmon side and chop it himself and then we'll vacuum seal and freeze the rest of it. So we've gotten, you know, somewhat creative, more creative than we would in the before times Mm -hmm. to try to kind of cut back on food waste and respond to the increasing cost of food. So this is just another version of it.
0: Yeah. And so all of that to say between that, between our son, who was growing and eating more, between us spending more time at home, it just kind of felt like a natural thing to do to reevaluate where we are. But also just like being a little more sensitive to price increases. Again, when you grocery shop nearly as much as I do like you notice the difference it was like that was that was not a dollar last week that was 68 cents i'm talking about you bananas or whatever it is and it was like all right it's it's not just the bananas it's the bananas it's the crushed tomatoes it's the yeah. it's the pasta sauce it's the pasta it's like literally everything was just inching up and inching up and it has a really really big impact on the bottom line and so all of that our son our own experiences and quite honestly bad habits the Thanksgiving experience all of the above mm-hmm. inflation made us say so, you know what let's let's just reevaluate how we stitch this stuff together and so i found myself in an aldi and I was pleasantly surprised by the experience. And so I thought about doing like a good, bad, or an ugly. But honestly, like, there, wasn't, there wasn't enough bad or an ugly. <laughs>
1: so I was like, we can't, we can't do
0: that. It's mostly good. Like really, really good.
1: And that honestly tracks because I did not know people were so passionate about grocery store brands. I thought most people just picked them because of location or proximity to their home, maybe yep. some price point or just general like staff stuff. But grocery store love is like a different kind of love. Like, y'all are a gang. It's like you need a...
0: I don't want to use a C word.
1: (laughs) You need a hive. (laughs) Cult is the word. Yeah. There are several (laughs) C words, many of which are not positive. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, y'all need a hive like Beyonce or Future and shout out to Maggie from Friends on Fire or Joel at How to Money because they have sworn by Aldi over the years. They've made content about it. They talk about it. Like, Aldi don't even need no marketing team. No, they don't. They got loyal customers. They have hit
0: the holy grail of unsolicited praise.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Them in Costco. Yeah.
0: And they're not gonna pay you for it too. So in case Maggie and Joel were thinking, I was like, no, they're frugal fruit. Yeah. They are not gonna pay you to do it. And they know you're gonna do it. Yeah, it's like the
1: vanguard of grocery stores. It really (laughs) is. It really, really is. But to your point, we've been resistant. I mean, the first few experiences we had several years ago, I mean, this was a while ago, weren't great. And everybody's told us, like, yeah, they know that and they worked hard to improve it. So that's kind of where we are right now, is sharing our new findings. Yeah. But I am curious about you know what what you love the most about your experience
0: uh the the prices right so i'll just start there um it it was very similar to what you were or i I was just saying about new orleans it felt like i had gone back in time
1: Mm. it
0: was like what world is this where the prices are still the same as they were like five years ago right and so and it's the little thing so for example like honey crisp apples are like the bougiest of apples because they're big, they're so good, and they're though. sweet, they're and they're crunchy, crispy. They're also two ninety nine a pound <laughs> at Whole Foods, and if you've got kids, like a kid will literally just take a bite and then put it back,
1: or just throw <laughs> it in the garbage or something like that. And so leave all that apple meat around. Oh, just leave it. It's like like no, oh, we have I'm, to I'm done, Dad.
0: I'm ready to play video games. And like, you don't
1: yeah. want to eat after them because they, you know, yeah,
0: because kids are gross. <laughs> anyway so there was that it's little things guys it's like the honey crisp apples so for example are about $2.99 a pound which is insane mm-hmm. it's a freaking apple mm-hmm. $2.99 a pound at Whole Foods they were a dollar $1.99 which is still like pretty expensive but in my mind I was like I don't know the last time I've seen that price associated mm-hmm. with Honeycrisp apples unless it like just so happened to be like peak season and there was a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Another one, like a whole side of salmon, like that's been something that I've been really, really passionate about because, you know, you can eat, we can eat a whole there's three of us here and both love salmon. So we can bang through an entire side of salmon. And if you just buy two portions or like a really big piece, like even that, like that alone in Whole Foods might be like $15 or $20, you can get the entire side at Aldi for 20 bucks or less than $20. And so when I was breaking it down by portion, we're literally talking around like $3 per portion, which is absolutely insane. I wanted a jalapeno because I, we I think I was planning on making soup or something like that. Again, that's usually $1.99 per pound. I didn't really want a pound or need a pound. I just needed one jalapeno, which is a couple of cents. I could literally get an entire bag of jalapenos for like a dollar and there are about mm-hmm. seven of them in there little things. Again, I was making the soup. And so I needed carrots. I was going to make the stock and then I was going to add some more carrots into the soup. A large bag of carrots. uh, or No, not a large bag, a small, like just a regular bag of carrots. It was like $2.50. At Aldi, it was like $1.20 or something. Mm -hmm. Like like literally everything just happened to be 50% off. And there wasn't like some big glaring sign that said 50% off. That's just what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, even when you think about products like beans, which by all measures is always like really cheap. I could tell over time that I would go into the canned food aisles and I'd look at the prices of beans and they used to just be cents, right? And then it got to like 99 cents. I was like, all right, where are we going here? And then it was a dollar thirty nine or a dollar fifty. In some cases like specialty beans might be a dollar ninety nine. And I'll go into Aldi and it. Two digits. It was, they were still in the sense <laughs> still world. They
1: the sense. They were still
0: using the scent sign, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like yeah. this is incredible!" And so it was all the little things sort of added up that ended up saving us a lot of money. And like just just that again, there were other positive experiences, but that alone, I think, was was really really cool.
1: Yeah, and I know there are some people who are living in high cost of living areas or even low cost of living areas that are listening to these numbers and thinking like, "Ooh, that's already." pricey or that's already cheap but the point of the matter is like everything he listed is about 40 to 50 percent cheaper and we're talking
0: about 40 to 50 things yeah you know what i mean <laughs> Across like the it, board. you're buying a big haul like that's how much food you're buying and so when you start adding that number up it's like oh well then that's where the savings really come in
1: well a lot of people will say that the savings is because they offer a less quality product did you find that to be the case? Like, were your bananas a little bruised up? Was your, was your apple a little half rotten? Did you find there to be an issue with the quality of anything that you bought?
0: So I actually didn't buy bananas oh. because the bananas that were there were all kind of like green. Mm. But to be fair, that was the exact same thing at Whole Foods, which is right. why I didn't buy bananas. Right. So, again, I don't know. They that probably that's came off fair... the same truck. <laughs> Correct. I, I don't know that that's a, first a fair then... <laughs> comparison. But in terms of everything else, like indistinguishable like we're talking about things that like really you know are the exact same thing so yeah I would say for the most part it was there was no real difference I mean look if you take if you're talking about something like beans like garbanzo beans like I doubt anyone has like ever cracked open a can of one and tasted it, it was like, all right well this is what you know the Kroger brand versus the Publix brand or the Aldi brand or whatever the store is like those things are so in my opinion like it doesn't really matter, you know? Uh-huh. And so there was just a lot of those things that I thought were were uh, really cool. We've had the salmon. Uh, Delicious. Indistinguishable. I, I did not, like, I could not tell the difference. I tasted some of the pretzels. They were actually less salty.
1: I was going to say, now the pretzels I noticed weren't as salty.
0: No, they weren't as salty.
1: So they needed a little dip situation. <laughs> I need to add some hummus. They're
0: mostly for Bo, and yeah. I'm okay with that. He yeah. destroyed them. They were indistinguishable. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, check the box. The other thing I will say is not only can you not really tell the difference in some of these brands, you get more of it. So it's not just that, oh, well, pound for pound or in this case, ounce for ounce, you're getting the same amount and you're saving 40 to 50 percent. You're also getting like what felt like in many cases, like 20 to 30 percent more Mm -hmm. of the product. And so the total value there, I think, was like really, really night and day.
1: Yeah, they there's a lot of ways that Aldi saves money, and we'll talk about the experience in just a minute. But one of the ways is that they kind of avoid those uh, big name brands. They have a lot of their own store names, which is why their brands are not experiencing the same shrinkflation that you'll see in like Kellogg's or General Mills or whoever kind of the big, dare I say, greedier <laughs> corporations are and then they also kind of require all of their vendors to ship things in display ready cases. So yes. they're saving on labor, meaning as soon as it comes off the truck, you can literally just put it on the shelf as it is versus, you know, somebody having to come in and unpack all of these things. Yeah. A couple of quick notes on grocery store inflation uh, in 2022 versus 2021. Again, the data shows that groceries are up 11 and percent almost as of August. We're recording this in December. But as of two months ago, they were up 11 percent. Does that feel right? Or do you feel like you were paying even more of a premium because you were shopping at a premium grocery store?
0: I think on average that feels right. But I would say like it. it well, yes. Th- is that like month over month or no, that was this
1: year over year.
0: I I can't think back that much, but I I do (laughs) think, yeah, I can't remember the beginning of 2022. Uh, I, I can't think back that much, but that, that feels about right, but that might even be like conservative.
1: Yeah. And then according to just another note on inflation, Wallet Hub did a survey and they asked how Americans feel about inflation and most Americans feel pretty pessimistic about it. Now they think that. Two-thirds of people think inflation will be worse in 2023, and three-quarters of people believe that recent elections won't help solve the problem. Yeah, It is incredibly inconvenient given the holiday season, and it makes it harder for people to feel the holiday spirit. And so even if, you, if you're among those two-thirds of people or three-quarters of people that are not optimistic about inflation leveling out on its own. To me, this just becomes a little bit of a lever that you can pull in a given month or a given week to find an extra $50, $60. I'm not saying you got to make a habit of it. I know everybody doesn't live near an Aldi. So it might mean that you're driving out of your way. But if you can save money on your basics, this could be a really easy way to kind of hedge against this negative feeling around inflation.
0: Yeah. And I would say with with Aldi, it's it's actually, it's like one level above just saving on the basics. Like you're saving on the basics and you're saving on some of the things that are actually pretty pricey, like meat uh, in some cases. I want to make sure I throw in a couple of things that I didn't love. And it's a long list of like minor little things. So for example, I couldn't buy some things individually. I'm sensitive about buying Pears, for example, because they tend to ripen really fast, so you really have like a pretty short window in which you gotta eat them before they get mushy. Then you end up throwing oh, them pears, away. Pears, the fruit. Pears.
1: I heard pears as in two. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Well, there's also get it. Funny.
0: That is funny. <laughs> that's not funny, actually. <laughs> pears. I just wanted like three pears. That was it. Yeah. I couldn't get three pears. I used the jalapeno example. I just wanted one jalapeno. I was like, no, you have to buy a bag of seven. Yeah. I am accustomed to putting my hands in a basket and pulling out, you know, however many handfuls of green beans that I want. They were prepackaged. They, they, they were good. Mm-hmm. Great quality. We like them. Again, no one could tell the difference, but they were prepackaged, right? It's it's little things like that that I am just not accustomed to. I wouldn't say they're necessarily bad things. Aldi is well known for the quirky situation in terms of their carts. So normally you can go to any other store and buy or just pull out a cart. Here, if you want a cart, you've got to put in a quarter, you know, that then releases the cart. And then you've got to put the cart back to get your quarter back, like, you
1: know, yeah, because and- <laughs> you
0: really want your quarterback. I guess I don't know.
1: Again, that's to save labor costs. They don't have to have a correct cart operator or you know a cart retriever as a as a full time employee. Yeah. So you kind of do that yourself.
0: These are also like the SUVs of carts. Like these are <laughs> big carts. Like, these- these felt like
1: some they felt strength.
0: like the play carts. I was like, no, this is the, the cart that you have when you have a kid that wants to feel like he's they in a boat. They probably are those. They
1: probably bought those I mean, and removed the plastic. You could put the a plastic. teenager
0: in those carts. Like, they were really, really big. But it makes sense because I think people are going and they're buying a bunch of stuff. One of the most frustrating experiences was the checkout experience because it's so uncomfortable. Like it feels off and I couldn't figure out like why it was off. And it was like not until you get there. And I was like, oh, this is why it's off. It's because you get there. And I'm again, I'm accustomed to kind of sitting back or leaning back. And I was like, no, you got to pay attention because you can need to dump it all on the belt as quickly as possible, because every single time the checkout uh, or the cashier is checking you out, they need somewhere else to put it. They don't just let it sit there. They Mm -hmm. don't bag your groceries for you. You need to provide your own bags or find a box (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. in the store or you can buy a bag that's right there at the checkout. So that takes some getting used to. I literally intentionally went behind I went into the longer line just to kind of, I was like, how is she going to do it? <laughs> she's got a lot of girls. She so was like, oh, okay, I see what she's doing. So I, I literally did that. And even still, when I got there, I was like, oh, man, this is nervous. And then mm-hmm. the Apple Pay was kind of weird because it was it threw me off. I was like, oh, my God, I'm messing this up. I'm embarrassing myself. Uh, so there was that. The other thing I will say is uh, store brands, so in terms of selection. So you're not going to find in Aldi. Uh, I I use barbecue sauce, but you can use anything like pasta sauce. You're not going to find honey, barbecue sauce, smoky, Mm -hmm. traditional, sriracha. No, there's barbecue sauce. (laughs) (laughs) You want some barbecue sauce, that's it. So again, if you don't care about
1: that or if you always
0: go classic or traditional, you're going to be fine. But if you're accustomed to, like, mixing and matching and getting the hickory, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you got to tweak it. You got to buy the you,
1: season and make it yourself. You can add and some make liquid smoke yeah. if you want
0: to. But they sell barbecue sauce. <laughs> and it looks like it's like these hilarious attempts at, like, white labeling. So it's like, oh, that's clearly a rip <laughs> off a of sweet Baby Ray's, I think it <laughs> yeah. is. With the white, red, and the blue. Like, And again, I shop a lot and I'm a marketer. So I notice all these things. I would say like 30 to 40% of them were like straight uh, design rips from <laughs> some of the others. But again, that's kind of standard, I think, for a store brands. So yeah. little things like that, I think were disorienting. I think that was a word that I used to describe it when I came back. So yeah. again, still worth it. 40% off of my normal bill. I don't think I, I, I quantified that because last time when I went, I was fully expecting just again just based off a of feel and what I'm accustomed to is like this is going to be about 150, 160 bucks and we didn't even crack 100. It was like mm-hmm. $93. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I get it. I yeah. understand why people come here, like especially if you have kids."
1: Yeah. I mean, that's it's very similar to TJ Maxx to me, which like I remember why I stopped going because it's similar to you. The the store experience is no frills. There's not a single place that you can go to see like things are organized by category, but it's not like there's, you know, a skew where all of the, you know, Shea Moisture shampoo is right here. You kind of got to look around. You got to be willing to dig through crates and find what you're looking for. And even then, they're not going to have a full size run. They're not going to have, you know, multiple options in a lot of cases. And so you really can't go in there too specific. You can go in there knowing I need something black that is a dress, or you can go in there saying, "Bo needs some new pants," or "I need a moisturizing shampoo." But if you got a specific brand and a specific type, it's really kind of like you gotta you you figure it out. Yeah. But to your point, the savings are like Undeniable. for that inconvenient approach. Or inefficient, it may not even be inconvenient if you're not brand loyal.
0: Correct, that's relative to what
1: you may already Exactly. Experience. And this is the stuff we encourage people to do anyway. We've told y'all a million times, loyalty does not necessarily pay when it comes to consumerism. And so being open to trying different pr- brands, different approaches, a lot of these stores have very generous return policies. So if it doesn't work out, you can you know take it back, try something else. And so it's just another reminder that uncertain times require different behaviors to make sure that you're not like this is another form of lifestyle inflation, (laughs) even though it's not a deliberate choice as things become more expensive and you continue to keep the same habit. That's one way to erode all of your savings and financial goals.
0: Yeah. So I'll tell a quick story before we close out. There was um, we were making a soup a turkey, you know, where you save the carcass, you then make a stock out of the the leftover turkey or ham or whatever is that you have. And we were making a soup and I, I just had a craving for cornbread. I was like, I really want to make some cornbread. I only make it a couple times a year. I especially love it when you make it in a cast iron pan because you get that nice little crust. And I couldn't find cornbread. And I was like, well, that's weird. Like maybe they're just like sold out. Like I can't find it. But I went in the aisle where normally it would be. And I was like, all right, maybe I'm just not thinking right. Like, is it not in the... I feel like it should be near the stuffing and way near the macaroni and cheese, like all the box sort of ready-made stuff. It wasn't there. It wasn't in the flower section. It wasn't there. And then there was this one little random aisle. And I was like, and I'd looked at it a couple of times. And I was like, I don't need to go down there. But then I was like, you know what? I'm, Cause I was like, so like, just blown away by this experience. I was like, let me just go down the random aisle. And it was exactly that. It was the random, aisle. it was a collection of all the stuff. Like it was just <laughs> like leftover inventory, I guess, that they tried to sell and place prominently in a more appropriate area. And it was just like everything. It was like waters next to like specialty pie crusts and like holiday candy and just keto candy bars. And then I looked down and there were literally three boxes of cornbread down there. And I was like, oh wow, <laughs> there it is, right there. So I don't know why it was there. But I, I realized I was like, oh, this is part of what this is part of the Aldi magic. This is what they call Aldi finds where mm-hmm. you can really find some cool stuff. Like if you really wanted to just buy a bunch of really good, cool stuff that you just normally wouldn't buy at an even steeper discount, like this is the aisle for it. It was like a um, well, it felt like shopping in a lost and found, but <laughs> it, 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 it or like a discount. Rack it's like that section seat. in Ikea. Like Ikea has,
1: okay, over by the registers, Ikea has like all of the kind of like random pieces and unboxed returns and you can buy all of that stuff. I it, mean, this doesn't sound like it it's been like used, a rescue mission. But- <laughs> it was like, if y'all
0: don't buy this for 25 cents, we're just going to throw it away. <laughs> so just come get it. But I found what I was looking for and looking back, I was like, oh, I probably should have just bought three. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. You know? So I, I, again, I'm learning the process and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I get it. This is when people end up having like bunkers, yeah, for, for yeah. random stuff. I was
1: about to say you didn't even pile on no manufacturer coupons, like exactly. you experience the saving without adding any dopamine boosters, exactly, of like Aldi fine purchases, exactly. Or-
0: so now I'm yeah. going to go back. I'm a little bit more experienced. Yeah, I know what time of the day to go. On. I've got my game plan. So <laughs> got your quarter ready. Yeah, I got my quarter ready. <laughs> nice, shiny quarter. <laughs> like, now I'm ready to go. Um, and I think maybe the third time I'm going to try the drop-off experience where you just kind of order in advance and you just pull oh, okay. up, put it in the trunk. We'll see. We'll okay. see how much it costs, though. <laughs> I don't know if it's free, but all that, I just know, like, as of right now, Shocking experience, and yeah. I think it's worth it. So, shout out to like you said, Maggie, Joel. There are probably like three other people.
1: Oh, people went ham in the comments when I posted, we those posted this. We posted this on Instagram, and everybody came out the woodwork. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love my Aldi. Yeah. Tagging them. <laughs>
1: right. Just like
0: just that's my story. Loyal.
1: And it's like, oh, okay. Y'all yeah. ride for Aldi like
0: that? They certainly <laughs> do, man.
1: So and and
0: well, well deserved. So yes. shout out to Aldi and all the other Aldi shoppers out there.
1: All right. Final thoughts. So I'm just focusing on the numbers here because I am not the grocery expert in our household. If you're saying that you experienced a 40% savings, and again, we're people who eat most of our food at home. We are not big Uber eaters, eater outers, like 40% on a grocery bill is significant. It's yeah. meaningful in our home. So again, if you want to use us as, as the model, like Even if it's just a short term switch, a one week thing, a road trip that you take with you and your sister and your cousin and your neighbor it's something that you should know exists. It's no different than when you drive up to the outlet malls, you know, during the road trip to the mountains. Mm -hmm. Like it might be worth your while to just try it and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. I will double down on that and say there's no reason why anyone should pay more than necessary for staples, yeah, right? Like, like water or rice or pasta sauce. Like most people cannot tell the difference between mm-hmm. a store brand and a name brand. And in those cases where you do, go ahead and get the thing that you really can taste the difference or the thing that offers the specialty diet need that you want or whatever it is. Carve aside budget just for those things where you have to get something specific because that's what you really desire or need in order to check the box on something. But for everything else, I 100% think folks should be thinking cost first. And so shout out to some of the people who didn't quite comment on the post, but have been giving us like more specific Yeah, a couple people gave us some homework. Yeah. How much are the eggs? Right. I was like, well, (laughs) you you got to go." go
1: yourself. (laughs)
0: But I'm referring to the people who are like, yeah, oh, I've been shopping at Aldi. I get around 80% of my stuff there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably the right way to do it. There are some people who have no problem getting 100%. I'm a very particular shopper. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't allow the coupon or what's on sale to dictate my menu. And so in many cases, I do have to go somewhere else to get something. But I for sure see that around 70 to 80% what we shop especially if it's just going to be for our son and little things like that Uh, for sure I think I think we are now officially an Aldi family I don't know what we get for that like a t-shirt or (laughs)
1: I think it's like a gun gotta get jumped in I'll get get a value pack in the mail don't post no Whole Foods bag
0: so, I didn't notice that because I do have Whole Food bags. Those are the bags that I brought to Aldi. Wow. And I was like, I don't want them to look yeah. at me like, oh, <laughs> look at you. That's that's what it felt Welcome like. To the Welcome home.
1: Wearing the wrong colors, though. <laughs> you came
0: to your senses, yeah,
1: you but
0: we'll see. allow it.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Rich and Regular podcast presented by Success. Like I tell y'all all the time. Get it all the time. okay okay <laughs> if you like what you heard then head on over to the apples rating and review page and leave us a five star review we read all the reviews and put too much tip on, <laughs> on the chip too much on the it was chip. discounted though no it's one tells the dip. same
0: joke back to back
1: I mean like I feel like in case somebody missed it the first time I want sure no <laughs> to make sure you all the laughs there's
0: reason go back
1: We will see y'all next week.